Welcome back to Power Word Crit, everybody. My name is Corin, and I am your dungeon master today. With me are four youthful players. They are... I'm Kayla, and I'm playing Celestine Peacechild. I'm Andrew, and I'm playing Lilik. I'm Ashlyn, and I'm playing Isidore Welkenmov. I'm David, and I'm playing Lord Usarker Von Pride. Last time on Power Word Crit. Ah, yes, it's my turn this time. Oh, okay. <sighs> this is David, cool. of course. Our intrepid band finally made its way to Bandit Camp in mass. At first, we paused to let Lilic once again scurry forth, disguised as a lizard. He found the pocket of Isidore's long-missing view, Jaden, who had been forced to write ransom letters for illiterate kobolds. I'm sorry, what did you call Jaden? Your long-missing view? Her bow? Oh. Sure, that one. <laughs> No one uses the word around here anymore, so it's not like they know how it's actually said. The pocket was thrown in a cell along with Leosin, the monastic master of monkery. There, Lilic conspired to learn that the Flying Castle, TM, was back up and running, and the cult elite were going to try and bomb the whole Sword Coast until they found the mask they'd stolen from the evil Kefler elves. <coughs> I, I mean, um, the Kefler bakery maker people <laughs> who use powder to knock people asleep. When Lilic was slow in returning, our heroes followed him into camp, got lost for an hour, and then met up after he had time to take a nap in the cave. Now the clock is ticking, with only three hours until the Flying Castle, PM, floats out of their grasp. Can Isidore save Jaden from a grisly front seat view of a catapult bombardment? I'm sorry, what was that? Um, they told him he would get to watch the burning of cities. No, as they... I just meant the, all of that. <laughs> what, what it was great is what it was. <laughs> yeah. What do you think it was? I mean... It was very interesting. So thank you for that synopsis, David. Um, you asked. I delivered with grand style. You, yes, you did. Some of that's true. Some of it's not. But all of it is true. We'll see. So you guys are in a cave. Izzy was contacted by the wind. No, I contacted the wind and the wind answered. <laughs> and Izzy said, I know where to go. Follow me. I'm leading the way, guys. Full charge, pretend we're part of the cultist camp, and, like, we know where we're going. Is there, like, a dust devil holding on to her or something? Yeah, like like in Pocahontas, <laughs> you know, like Pocahontas where the leaves are flowing? It's basically what it looks like. Oh, man, I've been in a dust devil. It sucks. <laughs> Maybe it's different if you're an air genasi. <laughs> but normally they just spit up dirt and debris and little sticks and everything at you. <laughs> the little so, one. Yeah, so this this little Pocahontas leaf wind, color of the wind thing. It's a flurry. <laughs> yeah, flurry. There you go. This little flurry pulls your hand out of the cave and immediately directs you up and towards the castle where you guys think the castle is, but it's like telling you to go up over the plateau. So you think that this thing understood what you wanted but not to its fullest extent. Like, right. it's the wind. It can go places that you can't. Right. Okay. Well, I'm going to take note of the direction it's pointing, like, leading towards. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to say, okay, we need to head in that direction, but we're going to have to circumvent the plateau. What's on the plateau? It's just tall. I mean, I can go up, but I don't know about the rest of you. Yeah, so the plateau itself is about 150 feet tall. 
So if we tie three of our 50-foot ropes together... And how steep is it? And, you know, we'll totally be seen by the cultists, and they'll be like, why are those cultists not going home? Why are they climbing up the plateau? They're dum-dums. Maybe that's where our home is. (laughs) The flurry is pulling your arm a little bit further and then it stops and it kind of looks like the the buffering symbol. (laughs) Like it's trying to figure out what to do. Recalculating? Yeah, recalculating. (laughs) Why you're not going along with it. My GPS needs to find an alternate route. Yeah, yeah. So your GPS is recalculating. throws her up the cliff. (laughs) (laughs) What do you do? We should probably follow the people and go out the the main route and then go around. Well, surely they have some sort of normal, natural stairway they've put in to get up there. I think it's through the caves. Then let's go through the caves and look for the signs that say stairway here. Fire exit. Things like that. Is it going to be faster, though, to try and find a shortcut or go the way that we know is going to lead us to it without having to take a bunch of dead ends? It's only a mile away, right? What's the way that leads us to it with no dead ends? Not the cave. If we circumvent around the plateau. Yeah, if we just go walk around the plateau. Izzy, you feel the flurry stop buffering and shoot straight up. And then it kind of does like a look around (laughs) thing. And then kind of like does a nod and comes back around. And then it starts leading you outside of the camp. It looks like it figured out that you can't fly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I could, kind of. But the rest of my group can't. And I need them with me. So it's it's actually leading you guys out the same direction as everybody else. All right, let's go. And there are lots of people who are trying to scoot everybody out that way. Right, and so Lilith, you do have a bedroll with you. Oh, yeah, you as... picked that up. You can add it to your inventory. You can right, add I it to your inventory. Please equip second bedroll. <laughs> writing it down, writing it down. First bedroll, honestly. Oh, no. <laughs> do you normally sleep on rocks like a lizard? Do you not? Definitely not. <laughs> Y'all are strange. We are soft creatures. <laughs> I probably prefer to sleep on a cloud, but I never actually have done that before. It might actually be super wet to do that. Let's not actually sleep on the cloud. <laughs> Onwards, out of the camp. Um, Lilith, go ahead and make a perception check with advantage, please. As you guys are going to the lip and going outside of the cultist camp, Izzy, you feel the wind starting to pull you left as you're facing out of the camp, so... West. Okay. Is there a lot of people going in the west direction? You only see five people going to the west. Everybody else is going towards the south and to the eastern areas. All right. You asked for my perception check. I have a 23. With a 23, you overhear as you're leaving the mouth of the cave, two people, as they kind of shove past you, one's whispering, I don't know why they didn't take us. We're also dragon wings. Why didn't they let us go with them? And you hear the other one say, I don't know, but something big is going to happen. I hope they brought all of their documentation so they can get in. And then they walk away. Which way are they walking? Are they walking? They're starting to go south. In the direction that we're wanting to go? So the direction, so you saw five, a group of five going west. west, And that's the direction that the wind is leading you. So those five might be some of the actual people that are going into the castle. We might need to overtake them so we can... Yeah, we might need to jump them for their paperwork. They, they, they just said that they weren't going into the castle. They and got they didn't behind. have paperwork. No, the people going south said that. Yeah, there yeah, were so five just, people. So just to back up, somebody bumped into Lilic and he heard two people mentioning that they were not going. But the five that you guys can see going in the west direction, they look like they're heading 
To the castle. To the castle. Because that's the direction that the wind is leading Izzy. Correct. And it sounds like we need paperwork to get in. So we need to jump these guys. Um, Which one do you guys want? I'll take the tall one. How many people <laughs> do you think are in this castle? What do you mean? If there's less than a hundred, they know them all by name and face. Well, we have two options. We can sneak in or we can go in using the paperwork. If we jump them, we have both options still open. Killing elite soldiers could lead to the exposure that something is wrong mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. Okay, let's follow I'm them. I'm fine Lots if we choose to do it, but just for forewarning. Okay, we'll follow them. Okay. Follow the bigger group. The yes. group of five going west. Okay. How far are you guys staying back from this group? I would say maybe like 200 feet. Yeah, 200 feet. How dense is the terrain? The terrain has shrubs on the side, but you do see that there has been some sort of very crude path that you guys can traverse. It's not difficult terrain, but at times it gets a little bumpy. Mostly I was wondering about density in order to say how far can they, if they looked back, readily see. If they tried really hard, they could see you from 200 feet back. But they'd have to be trying hard. They'd have to be trying hard, yeah. stay 200 feet back. Mm -hmm. And we're also covered by... Pass without a trace, so we're a little like it's true, smoky, foggy. Yep. As you guys we're mirages. <laughs> as you guys continue, you notice after about ten minutes of walking, you're, you're about halfway to where you think you are. You see the group themselves start bickering, like they stop and then they start bickering, and then one of them throws a punch at another one. Oh dear. Ah, we should sneak closer. Okay. Yeah. Okay, let's Close, do it. Close enough to hear what's going on. Yeah, and so you see two guys just brawling it out in the middle of the, in the middle of the way. Everyone, please make a stealth check. With plus ten. Yes. Celestine is on her game today. That is a natural twenty. Hey. For Ooh. a total of eighteen. That's with a plus ten. Twenty-eight. Yep. Nice. You <laughs> Thank you. I forgot about the ten. Lilic. I have 27. Izzy. 25. Usarker. 28. Nice. You get about 30 feet away. And at this point, by the time you guys get there, you see that the three others are holding the two back. And you can hear one say, I deserve to be here just as much as you do. Just because I've only been here for a year doesn't mean I, I'm not here for the cause. And the other one yells back, you don't know what you're talking about. I have been in this cult for 50 years. You don't understand. You don't know where we've been. You don't know how we're doing this. I, I don't understand why you're here. And then one of the guys slips out of the other person's grip and just pummels the other one. And this poor group looks like they're having trouble keeping these two from fighting. You hear shouting and yelling and screaming and stop it, you guys, stop it. We may need to circumvent them if they're gonna take a while. Okay. Yeah. I'd, I'd say. Wide circle. Let us go around them. Okay. Let's do it. Go ahead and do another stealth check. Usarker? 32 or 3. Cool. Izzy? 16. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Thank Lilic. you for passing out a trace. Yeah. I also rolled fairly low, but it still ended up with 22. Uh, Celestine? 19. Okay. Not, not as good as last time, but... Uh, th this group is fairly occupied in keeping these two. Lilic, 
as you pass by, you hear one say, I bet you don't even know what the passcode is, you idiot. And the other one yells, yes, I do. And then he proceeds to say something in Dwarvish. Does anybody know Dwarvish? Celestine does. Okay. Celestine, you hear... It followed him to school one day, which was against the rules. It made the children laugh and play to see the lizard at school. And you know this as a very popular children's rhyme. I think one of the previous people that you captured mentioned this one, but it's Larry had a little lizard. Okay, Celestine recognizes this. You do, yeah. It's a very popular rhyme, but you now Her know... kids say it all the time. Yeah. So you now know the passcode to get in. Ooh, okay. By the way, our lovely David made that one. That Larry had a little lizard rhyme. Good job, David. Yay. Okay. <laughs> so as you guys get closer, you start to feel a chill crawl up your spines. And, and it's not just the wind leading me. <laughs> it's not. In fact, you also see the, the flurry kind of shiver as well. That's impressive. Yeah. As you round the corner, you expect to see a castle. But instead, you just see fog covering the whole area. Izzy, the wind is still motioning you to go. However, it seems a little bit more tentative. Like it, it's showing you, but it doesn't want to get closer. What's the matter? Why the hold up? What's wrong? I'm going to address the wind. Is it straight ahead from here? You feel it nod as wind can nod. <laughs> Thank you for leading us this far. I think we can take it from here. It kind of slithers around your arm a couple times, and then you feel it disappear. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's straight ahead. I didn't want to have it keep leading us. It was getting a little scared. I think we'll be fine from here. It's not too far ahead. What do you do? I guess we proceed carefully. Yep. Yes. This could be a byproduct of an atmospheric effect produced by the mechanism that powers the castle. This mm, fog that we're seeing. Could be. We know that it blends wind into little tiny bits and pieces. Why not produce clouds as well? It would be an effective way of hiding it when it's in the sky. Mm. Well, let's move forward. Celestine, you said you had a, a passcode? Yes, I do. Okay. Do you want to lead us then in case they ask us the passcode? Okay, sounds good. Were the cultists walking with like robes or hoods up or anything like that? They were walking with their supplies and you did see some robes like slung over their backpacks, but like they weren't wearing them or anything. Okay, so no uniform. This is an informal event. It was a very quick event. (laughs) It was not planned for immediately. So Celestine is repeating the rhyme a couple times in Dwarvish to make sure that she's got it down. As you guys enter the fog, you feel the temperature drop immediately about 20 degrees. Oh, man. It is cold. About 50 degrees or so. You can see like 30 feet in front of you. So you can see the ground where you're walking. However, beyond that, it's just a wall of fog. But you can hear creaking and like the sounds of falling rock ahead of you. Alright. Still can't see anything? Falling Still rock. Can't see anything. Either it's dislodging the terrain or they really busted this thing up when they landed it. Uh, perhaps it is moving up slowly. 
I'll dragging stuff along with it, perhaps. Perhaps. If it's settled. As you continue, you hear the sounds of hammering. And once you get about 30 feet away, this huge castle suddenly appears in front of you, as if you walked through a wall of fog. And before you, you guys see a two-level castle, what looks to be two levels. However, this thing is in huge disrepair. You see on the upper level of this giant castle that one of the towers has completely fallen off. There's a huge chunk of ice on the side of it as well. It looks like a big chunk of that has fallen off. And what's strange about the construction of this is that the castle is not made of stone. It's made of ice. Hmm. No wonder it's so cold. You guys see a broken wooden drawbridge that hangs lifeless from one chain in front of you. There are four cultists desperately trying to repair the smashed gate and the portcullis behind it. But Usarker, you can tell from where you are that there is no way that it's going to get even close to being fixed without some sort of magic. Something that the cultists don't seem to have available to them at this moment. Ball's feet. This is this is quite a feat of engineering, magical engineering of some sort. <sighs> uh, I don't know what we can do besides go on and hope that whatever magic compels this to move does not see fit to compel itself against us. The castle seems like it is falling apart. We hope that it does not fall apart with us in it. As you move closer, you make out the top of two large towers. One's about 120 feet tall, and one looks like it's been hastily repaired to the best of its ability, but it's looks like it's missing a good 40 feet off of it. Usarker, go ahead and make a perception check. Perception is plus five, so that gives me an 11. Okay, so Usarker, this is easy to make out. You know that these are towers that usually hold some sort of like ballistas or something like that up there or maybe some watchtowers and as you get closer you do hear the sounds of voices shouting to each other and the sound of something large and metal being rolled up on those landings I'm gonna say it sounds like they have something metal scraping on the ice up there as well I'm going to pause for a moment because one of the books in my family's library is a detailed study of castle architecture. I'm going to see if I recognize this particular castle architecture. Okay. I'm that going would be to... a history, right? Uh, I think it would be history, yes. Yeah, go ahead and roll a history check. That is a unnatural 20. You, being very versed in architecture, especially castle architecture... You know that this was built by giants. This is very clearly a castle that was built by giants. Ah, I start going on at length about, you know, what period of time it came in and how it was crafted by the cloud giants? Cloud, storm, you see elements of both. Okay. And based on its style, you can determine that this was built hundreds of years ago. So this is, you know, is, is, does this seem to be follow us the standard formulaic structure of castles? In which case, might I be able to surmise where certain entrances and alternative entrances might be? 
perhaps secret entrances that were secret hundreds of years ago, but have since been long, you know, well cataloged. I will say that there are chances of this happening. And you can tell based on your history role that this kind of castle was more of like a scouting castle. It wasn't necessarily one that moved a big group of militia. Ah, yes, the grand scouting castles. The scouting castle. I mean, if it's a cloud giant's castle. You do know that these castles. on a cloud. There is a castle in the clouds. Not yet, but almost. (laughs) But these types of scouting castles didn't necessarily mean that they held troops, but they could hold other things like creatures. Like, so there's chances of them having stables for flying creatures. However, this specific one, it would be hard to to determine where those entrances would be, especially in this, this disrepair. Could I identify where the dungeons are? I'm going to have you do a straight intelligence roll because this castle, while it is similar to the ones that you've seen before, there is something strange about it. So go ahead and just roll a straight intelligence check. 20. Okay. If there were dungeons in this castle, they would probably be in the chunk of what looks to be a big chunk of ice sticking out of it. And by the way, this big chunk of ice goes up the two stories and it looks like it's attached somehow to the castle. Is that in the, like, the central mass rising up above or is this something down below or on the side? Where, so where's this big chunk of ice? The big chunk of ice, it attaches to the whole... If you're looking at the castle from the drawbridge, the whole right side of it, like the big chunk of a top of a mountain attached to this castle, you would think that maybe if they did have a dungeon, it would be there. However, you're not entirely sure that this castle would even have a dungeon. Yes, but they're going to put prisoners somewhere. I'm going to take an educated guess based on this chunk, and I'm going to say, Isidore, you fly, yes? I can levitate. Perfect. Let's go over close to a section of wall closer to that chunk and see if we can't levitate on top of it. Perhaps take a rope. I will bring a rope. They're probably going to see us. They'll have scouts. They've got someone up on the third landing. What are they going to see? So you walked through the wall of fog. So you can oh, see perfectly now. Oh, it's a wall now. of fog. Okay. Yeah. How far back is the wall of fog? From where you are, you're standing right in front of it. How far back is it? From the castle, it's about 90 feet. So if we're right in front of the wall of fog, can we step back into it? You could. You certainly could. Does it circle the castle? It does, yes. So if we spent 30 minutes, we could get around to the other side? Yeah, you could. Yep. I do we want to do that, that or would it be better to walk through the drawbridge? And bludgeon the guards? Let's avoid detection as much as we can at the second. Okay, let's do it. Okay. I'm going to have you guys just do another stealth check. You still have Pass Without Trace on. Oh, thank goodness. Celestine got a 13. 18. 25. 26. Okay. As you guys go through the fog, you unfortunately hear Celestine trip a little bit on her armor. Just like a little piece of the, the back of your shoe comes off. And you hear somebody yell, what was that? And then you hear the sounds of footsteps coming towards you. From where? From the castle. From the castle, yeah. Uh, From the wall? Did they have people walking on the outside of the wall? It sounds like they did, yeah. I'm going to wild shape into a deer. Okay. And then trapes out of the fog a little bit in full view. (gasps) And see? It's just a deer see the person and then dash back into the fog. What did I see? You saw two elves 
with heavy crossbows. They looked like that they were coming from the portion of the castle that is that big hunk of rock. And you guys didn't see them before because they weren't necessarily visible at that point. But as you got closer to this rock, you finally did see that on an alcove area that they had been walking back and forth between this area. Elves and then with crossbows, will wonders never cease? <laughs> and then one says, ah, shoot it! And you dart away. After about two minutes, you hear them pass by. And you guys are able to get to the edge of the giant mountainous hunk of ice rock thing on the side of this. Phew, thanks, Luck. I bob my dear head <laughs> and then drop it. <laughs> no okay. problem. I'm going to poke my head out and see if there's anything dangerous. <laughs> okay, so Izzy, you poke your head out and you do see that those two cultists are further back. You you see them pass by the mountain portion itself and head up towards the, the portcullis area. Okay. You also see that this giant mass is a lot bigger than you thought as you're staring up at it. You guess it's about 120 feet high? Okay. But you also see a giant hole about 20 or 30 feet from the top of it. So about... 90 to 100 feet up from the ground. Yes. Okay. So two 50-foot ropes, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Tie a rope to someone else's and going to walk out of the fog and kind of jog towards this chunk of ice. I think we should all follow suit. And once I have the rope securely fastened around me, I am going to levitate up. Quick question about levitate. Does it only levitate you? Does it give like a certain weight distribution? Or if you start levitating, can you just bring everyone with you? (laughs) No, I definitely can't do that. So one creature or loose object of your choice that you can see within range rises vertically up to 20 feet and remains suspended there for the duration. Spell can levitate a target that weighs up to 500 pounds. An unwilling creature that succeeds on a constitution saving throw is unaffected. Target can move only by pushing or pulling against a fixed object or surface within reach, such as a wall or ceiling which allows it to move as if it were climbing. You can change the target's altitude by up to 20 feet in either direction on your turn. If you are the target, you can move up or down as part of your move. Otherwise, you can use your action to move the target, which must remain within the spell's range. Okay. So up to 500 pounds, right? Right. One creature or object up to 500. Right. So if there's a, If there's a loose rock or or you know, loose boulder or um, platform, you could make an easy vader. Ah. Could we make an argument that an unmoving body is an object? <laughs> uh, I think there's some specific ruling on that, well, but I don't know what it is. The reason I ask is because could Izzy take another person with her? Because Izzy most likely doesn't weigh 500 pounds. So our plan probably is to have Izzy be our grappling hook. Yeah, okay. Gotcha. That's cool. why I have the rope tied around me, and we tied it to another piece of rope that's so 100 feet long. I gotcha. I am so on the I'm same going page now. to levitate up and tie the end of the rope somewhere more securely instead of just me because I'm not going to be able to brace everyone climbing up the rope. (laughs) Okay, so I actually rolled I rolled a d20 to see how many rounds it would take for a guard to come back to this area. Okay. How many rounds will it take you to get to the top? So, let's see. It'd be 20 feet each round. So that would be five rounds. Okay. Five rounds? Yeah, because that would take me up to 100 feet within five rounds. 
Okay, within those five rounds, we're going to go based off rounds at this point. Okay. Off of five rounds, you make it up there and you can see quite a bit of the area. You do see that there are guards coming. So like the guards that were leaving, they have now met up with another set of guards and the other set of guards are starting to come back towards you guys. They don't look like they're going to be there within the next few rounds, but it looks like they could come up on your companions quicker than you think. Okay. So... These are the ground level guards. These are the ground level guards, yes. Okay, so when I look through the hole, how big is the hole? It looks to be about 15 feet wide and 10 feet high. Okay, and is there anything inside when I look through it? So the walls in the cavern before you are partially transparent. And weirdly, you see all manner of things scattered throughout these ice walls, like coins, helmets, weapons, and more. The frost is particularly thick on this part that you're standing on and as you take a step you realize that it is impossible to stealth even with passive out of trace on this ground because the frost is so thick and so loud and all the sound kind of bounces through crunch, it, it is crunch. particularly echoing yes and clinking and clacking crunchy yeah you also notice something large giving off light through the sheets of ice however because there's so many ice sheets that you're looking through the image is warped, so you can't really tell what it is, but it is a light source, and it's very large. Okay. Well, I saw those guards coming quickly, so I'm going to see if there is anything I can tie the rope around to provide support. Just go ahead and roll a d20 for me. This is going to be a luck check on okay. this one. <laughs> so she's found an armory. That's what we stumbled into. She stumbled into walls of ice that have random things in these chunks of ice. As if the like the horde was frozen in ice? Yeah, kind of like that. An art museum, okay. Yeah, like an art museum. Seven. It takes you three rounds. No, no. But you find something that looks sturdy enough to tie something around. Okay. So you are now at... That was eight, eight rounds. Eight rounds. You look like you have five rounds left <laughs> if you were to guess you have about five <laughs> rounds left all right as soon as i secure it i'm going to run out and gesture wildly with my arms is there snow on the ground from all the ice and stuff and the cold you see chunks of ice that look like have fallen off of this poor castle that looks like it took a beating okay but the ice perfect. is not perfect. chunks of ice is perfect but the chunks of ice are not melting that's perfect I would love to um, examine the chunks of ice and find chunks of ice that are big enough to hide behind or take chunks of ice and put them on top of each other to make chunks of ice big enough to hide behind. There are enough chunks of ice that you guys could easily hide behind them. Perfect. Perfect. We do so. And we do that while we're waiting for Isidore to return the rope and everything. So back okay. to you. So Isidore, you've returned the rope. Yep. And you suspect you have about five rounds left. So I'm gesturing like, Come up. <laughs> Look, yeah, the friend is, is pointing to us. Good. The coast must be clear. Let's start climbing. Okay, who's first? I'll go first. So you are going to have to make an athletics check because it is ice. All right, I got a 17 on athletics. Okay, you manage. Let's see, what's your climb speed? It's half your movement, I believe, so 15 feet, and I can do you that, can double that right? twice, so I'll be 30 feet up. Okay, so you are able to get up there in three rounds, okay? I think, can we have Lilith go up at the same time? We need to get people up in such a way that 
we do not have people visibly around whenever people mm. come. We need to be going as quickly as we yeah, can. Yeah, as quickly as possible. I would like to use my ranged help action as I'm climbing the first little bit okay. to point out different areas where I find solid footholds and handholds for people. Once you do your round and you're 30 feet up, that will start the next round for the next person who wants to climb. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So Usarker, it's going to take you three rounds to get all the way to the top. Who's going next? Uh, I will go. Okay, Lilic, you have advantage from the help action, correct? Perfect. All right, rolling for that athletics. Climbing? Oh, oh perfect. I feel empowered by Akiri, even if it was a silent throw without <laughs> actually magic. <laughs> because it was a unnatural 20. Unnatural 20. It takes you three rounds. This was a total of 20, sorry. Total of 20, okay. So it'll also take you three rounds to get up there, but you start at round 10. Okay. Start at round ten or finish at round finish ten. Finish at round ten. Because you told Usarka he got there up got to the top at round nine, right? No, he started at round nine. So Izzy got up to the top at round five. Took her three yeah. Took her three rounds oh, to right. get to get the so you rope start down. At nine, so he starts at nine. He okay. starts at ten. Celestine, you have the help action, correct? Yes. Usarka? She has the help Next action. Two people to go will have, I think. Okay. Okay. I am also tying the rope around me real quick. So that the rope will come up with me okay. and hiding our trace. So Corin rules as written, help applies to the next action, mm -hmm. or and I was supposedly on the next turn, but I am envisioning that, I mean, I'm pointing out things you're, that people Yeah, you're constantly give. giving so, advice as you're going up, right? Right, kind of. Okay. Watch out for that handhold there. This one's <laughs> right. slippery. And it's, you know, not, you know, I'm pointing it and, you know, gesturing more, not, not you know, saying mm -hmm. things. Okay, cool. Celestine, athletics check with advantage. What it did you get? slow going. I got a 10. You managed to make it up in three rounds. However, you started at round 11, which means the guards have one round to see if they can see you. So I'm going to roll to see if they can see you as you're finishing this up. Okay? Do okay. they look up? If necessary, if I see them down there, I will pause. Okay. So that I don't risk kicking ice or something down on them. Okay, mm -hmm. I will do a perception check to see if they see you. Nope. Oh, good. They rolled a three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Celestine, you wait as you're hovering and you're waiting and they turn around. You see them look to the left, look to the right, and then start walking back oh. to where they came. Okay, good. I'll continue the climb. You all made it up without being seen. Congratulations. Good job, guys. Okay. That's love, love, right? I was really <laughs> concerned one of us was going to fall. I mean, we did go up <laughs> at least two levels. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> Punny. So, <laughs> all right. So you guys notice a large blue light emanating from somewhere in the middle of the room. You see some things that, like, there's a giant something just past it, but again, you can't really see definition. It's like trying to look through a bunch of ice cubes and trying to make out what's at the end. You're having a hard time. However, you do hear the sounds of frost. Not like somebody's walking on the frost, but like little bits of ice are starting to, like, crumble or fall down. Click clack. This thing's not going to make it to wherever they're taking it. <laughs> mm. Unless it re-solidifies. 
Do we want to leave the rope here in case we need to make a getaway? Um. I feel like if we're gonna make a getaway, it's not gonna be this way. Okay. Let us take it with us, not leave a trail behind us. Okay, sounds good. And this area echoes everything we do obnoxiously loudly, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, in that case, I suggest that we go forward. Yeah, we need to check the area out and see who else is here, I think. Yep. We could, of course, you know, pretend to be guards or whatever. I don't think it would work, at least up close, but... Let's figure out what's in here first. What were the guards wearing? The guards are wearing normal clothes. Okay, we are nor we are guards. <laughs> That's our uh, excuse. As you guys move forward, the giant opening starts to get a little bit narrower. And as you guys go in about 80 feet, you see that there is a wider section that veers off in front of you and a smaller section that you guys can probably fit through, but nothing much bigger than you guys that goes more towards the south. And that is the location of the glowing blue light. Servant's passage. Quick question, party. What is our objective besides get Jaden? Uh, stop the cultists. If we can stop, figure out what they're doing to destroy Burdusk, if we can stop that, that'd be good. I imagine they have catapults. Okay, if we can deactivate those, that would be good. You can't deactivate a catapult. You have to break them. Fine. Or kill the operators. <laughs> <laughs> One well, of those. Yeah, we'll do that. You guys hear a soft laugh. <laughs> Catapults, huh? Dang it. Where'd that come from? It mm. came south of you. Well. Ready my weapon and walk that way. <sighs> it did sound familiar. Was it Lady Mondoth? It does not sound familiar at all. Okay, at least it's not Mondoth. Red Dirt D&D brings you the world's greatest role-playing game with an Oklahoma twist. Join four adventurers as they travel into the Calban frontier to map the Wild West region for the Dwarven Train Barons. Elves and orcs collide with saloons and sheriffs in this actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcast featuring local actors and veterans of the game. The first episodes are coming soon to your favorite podcast location, so make sure to subscribe so you don't forget. You can find out more information at Red Dirt D&D on Facebook and at reddirtdnd.com. Well, I'm walking that way. I'm oh, pulling out my scimitars and following Lord Pride. Okay. Can we put a marching order in? Yeah, let's get a marching order. You sucker, you said you're going first? Sure. Who's next? I'll go Celestine, then um, I'll follow after Celestine. And they will trail. Ah, excellent. We are in perfect lightning bolt formation. <laughs> it is a narrow passage. Perfect for lightning bolt. <laughs> <laughs> Who takes lightning bolt when they can take fireball? It's true. Do you go towards the sound? Yes. So, I mean, they can hear us. They know we're here, so. Yeah. There's no you can, stealth in Yeah, there's this. no way you can stealth through this area. It's impossible. I mean, she may not know that there's four of us, so one of us could stay back probably, or two. I'm going to signal. Oh, you know what? I'm going to summon Dora. She is going to be between Celestine and Lilith, and then I'm going to be 30 feet behind Dora. Okay. And Lilith, you're also pretty stealthy, right? Yeah. So we could possibly have yep. both of you stealth. Sure. I mean, there is no stealth, but yeah, we the... can have people pushed back. Okay. Yeah. There is no so stealth. So we're not grouped. As you go down about 50 feet into this narrow pathway, it opens up into a giant chamber. It is about 40 feet high and just guesstimating is probably 
150 feet wide. In front of you, you see a woman with long black hair chained to a huge blue glowing cylindrical pillar. The manacles around her neck, wrists, and feet look to be too tight, and you can see gashes in her skin where they've dug into her flesh. Like Samson-style chained to a pillar, or...? Like her wrists are together and her feet are together, but there's also a chain around her neck as well, and it's tied around this giant cylinder. So she's, like, locked in place. So there's, like, a colossal chain that runs all the way around this holding her, okay? Correct. So, Usarker, you see this woman. She has long black hair. She looks fairly young, like maybe in her 30s. Well, hello there. Hello. And she doesn't look up. Her hair hangs loosely over her face. You seem quite comfortable. Oh, (laughs) as comfortable as I can be. Have you brought my food to me? Oh, I'm afraid we're not on that particular duty. Ah, I thought it was too soon. Do you like being here? Is this a good job? It's cold. I am chained to a giant cylindrical hurricane pillar thing that looks like a glow stick, and I can't move, so it's a, it's a ball. Ah, hurricane pillar, so this is used to hold light in amidst all the wind. Wind, rain, there might be some fire in there, I don't know. They've tried multiple things. Wind ah. seems to work best. If I told you, uh, going out on a limb, that we were not actually part of your normal captor crew, but had actually snuck in, would you be inclined to shout and complain and force us to kill you? I kind of wave my weapon about. Or would you be happy about this? I just want to get home to my kids. Perfect. Where's your key? Resmir has it. Never met her. Well, then I guess I can't go with you. What does Resmir look like? She's a half-black dragon. How unfortunate. Hmm. Unfortunately, this is one of those those manacles that trap you here without the key itself or some sort of high-powered magical spell, like a wish spell. That's pretty high-powered. At that moment, you see the thing behind her flare, and the manacles get tighter, and she inhales, and you see her glow a blue color, and almost as if part of her essence gets pulled out of her. It looks like it goes through the cylinder and into the pillar itself. So what race is she? She looks human. Can I detect magic? This? Yeah, go for it. Your eyes bleed. (laughs) (laughs) You go blind forever. Well, that's a problem. (laughs) Kind of wanted to see my grandkids grow up. (laughs) I mean, it's not deific magic, most likely. So not probably not forever, but there's lots. Have I seen something similar with Usarker? You know, that's a good question. I'm trying to remember how much I saw and how much was just described. There are some similarities. However, in Usarker's case, there didn't seem to be an endpoint. It just looked like he kind of doubled over and there was a little bit of life force that took out of him. In this case, you saw the life force go directly into the pillar. So you think that the pillar itself is pulling this out of her. Will I cast Detect Magic? In one of the walls, you see... A longbow that lights up. Okay. You see, kind of on the opposite side of you, also encased in the ice, you see two bracers with emeralds in them, and they also light up. She also lights up, and the pillar is already lit up. Everyone can see that one. And the magic that's coming from the longbow 
I don't know if there's just a generic, but just looking at it, it's it looks like it's just magical. It doesn't really have any conjuration or anything. It's just it just lights up. And the the bracers, as you see, generic, but also a little bit of abjuration. It's a very faint hint of it. Okay. Me trying to guess what magic is. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> so as this is all triggering, I'm gonna say, hmm. This place is falling apart and mostly made of ice. If I know anything about ice, it's that ice is not that tough. This is this is made of magical ice. And she she does like the jazz hands as best best that she could with her arms stuck in the manacles. Calm it down there, Elsa. <laughs> I was going to suggest, Celestine, that you could give this lamp a good crack with your well, maul. Two things first. I never heard if there was any specific school magic associated with her and with the pillar, and then I really want to know her name. I'm not sure most people have a school of magic associated with know. them. I figured so she I did light ask. up with magic. I figured I would ask. It's like, what's your what school of magic as a sorcerer? <laughs> well, the pillar should have something. Her, she's probably just magical, which is fine. What type of magic are you, correspondence? Or I mean, <laughs> conjuration. It moves things. <laughs> I okay. guess that'd be evocation, probably. Okay. You see on her that she has transmutation magic on her. Oh, okay. She's is there dragon. anything on the chains? Oh, yes, the chains. The chains as well. The chains are a very strong abjuration magic. Lilac walks out of the path- passageway where he's oh, been the walked out of the time. bathroom. Where did he go? <laughs> <laughs> he, he's, he's making, he's was making ice sculptures. <laughs> he, he had to making see if he could the ice. Yes, d- making stalagmites. <laughs> so here's the thing. A little can I use shape water on the ice? I didn't see anything about being able to like, I can melt ice that I've already frozen, but not necessarily this one. So I would like to test it, and if it works, it works, and if it doesn't, it doesn't. I still don't know what school of magic the pillar is. The pillar is everything. Okay, cool. (laughs) It is all magic. I will take it. It is the one magic. It is the one. (laughs) Okay, thank you. Complex ritual. So Lilic, as you're pondering if this could happen, you think that shape water may not work as well as you think? Even though you do see that ice chips are falling down, they aren't melting. Mm. However, fire would probably work. So perhaps I, I test it on there's some coins or something like that in the wall and okay. see if you know, with shape water I can maybe manipulate the ice to open up that. And then if that doesn't work, then produce flame. So you cast your first fire spell and you get about a third of the way towards the coins. It works. Okay. It, it was more about testing the, the ice water. as opposed to getting the coin. Right. So fire looks like it would work. Shape water, probably not because there's really no water itself going on here. It's all fairly sure. solid. I think I turn back and say to the woman, uh, It is rude that we have not asked your name. Who are you? My name is Daliena. I was brought here because I pissed off the cult. They seem to take lots of prisoners. Yeah, in my case, I was in a small town and it got attacked by the cult. And there was a a white dragon named Glazhale. And I decided to fight back. I managed to kill the dragon and... By yourself? Yeah. 
Okay. How'd you do that? Uh, I'm impressed. How'd you do that? Yeah. I just flew up in the... And then she looks down and she goes, this is not my form. Um, so... This is all very enlightening. Could you try melting the, uh, glow stick? The big glowing pillar? Mm Mm-hmm. Perhaps. You might want to stand back a bit so do not get blasted by magic or falling ice. Uh, And I'll produce the flame in my hand and hold it up to the pillar. So it's interesting. As you do that, instead of touching the cylinder, it immediately gets sucked up into the cylinder and joins the vortex and the glowing stuff inside. Mm. It's storing magic. It seems to feed on such things. Perhaps not feed it more. It is helping them, not helping us. Deliana, do you have any thing that would help us in your freedom and or the destruction of this operation? Oh, absolutely. If you get me out, this whole thing won't work. I don't really know what happened, but the cult managed to take this over from, like, giants or something. And someone's wife was, like, roaming the halls as a ghost, and then they accidentally killed her, and, like, the castle stopped working. It's it's a very... it's I don't know the whole story. I just heard bits and pieces, but basically they needed something else to power the thing behind me. And her manacles pull as she points behind her. It was the other dragon and then when I killed him they took me instead and Resmir chained me up here and all it takes is that little key in Resmir's pocket yeah perfect I would love to see this thing come crashing down so would we I have a plan Willick you can turn into a small fuzzy animal sneak into Resmir's bedroom stay there until Resmir goes to sleep take the key Uh, and come back here we have four hours three hours three and a half two and a half two and a half uh, by this point, we probably have, like, close to two hours. Depending on how long it takes them to get to Burdusk. I have no idea where Resmir is, nor do I want to wander around here looking for her. However, I'll bet we can find her bedroom. That would be great if you want this to happen. It has to go into a specific order from what I've heard. People like to talk when they think prisoners are stuck. This cult is smart, but its minions are dumb. So... The best way to take down this castle is to remove me with the key to these manacles. When you do that, the castle will have enough energy to just hover for a while. Unfortunately, if I die, the next person to become the life force of this will be the person at the wheel. And their spirit will become the life force. And depending on how strong they are, that could be seconds or it could be forever. Who's at the wheel? I honestly don't know. There used to be ogres and giants here, but I haven't seen any for a while. And if you really want this thing to come down, I suspect that once I leave and the driver's subdued, we can just take this thing out because it has nothing left to power it. So we need to rescue you and subdue the person behind the wheel. Yeah. So remove her as the life force. And at that point, the castle will stop moving. It will just hover in air. Then you have to remove whoever's driving the thing. Otherwise, after a certain point, that soul will get sucked in as the life force. And then at that point, you probably could destroy the core. That's all she really knows at this point. Will you help me? I just want to get back to my children. Ah, we are planning to do so. Do we need an insight check? Insight! (laughs) Go for it! (laughs) I have been bit by this. (laughs) I'm also going to do insight. 15. 
17. So with a 15, she seems genuine. Izzy, with a 17, you know she's telling the truth. And she oddly looks... Like, the more you look at her, the more she looks like you've seen her or like her picture somewhere before. But she hasn't really looked up. She's kind of been looking at the ground this whole time. But she looks kind of familiar. Kind of, yeah. Maybe like, you've seen saw her, her visage somewhere before. Maybe you saw, if you saw her face, will she look at you? Gonna yes. be the champion's <laughs> Oh, no. I am going to approach closer to her so that I'm, like, right in front of her. And is she, like, kind of chained up or is she level to the floor? So she's actually, like, her legs are outstretched in front of her. She's sitting on the floor oh, okay. of this thing. And it looks very uncomfortable. And the closer you get, the more you do realize that every time the life force is getting sucked out, it, these manacles are getting deeper and deeper into her skin. Oh, my gosh. Daliana, do you, do you mind if I take a closer look at your face? You look familiar. <laughs> I get that a lot. She looks up, and it takes you a moment, but you do recognize her face. So do you remember when you and Celestine were in Burdusk, and you went to the magic shop? There was a minotaur there. Uh-huh. The magic shop. He yes, had he had the lovely figurines. And he did things. have the lovely figurines, and he pointed to his family on the wall. Yes, his very haphazard, adopted-looking family, yes. Indeed. Almost like a horde of family. In the middle, you saw a woman with black, long hair. And it looks pretty close to this woman. I'm going to say, do you have a a son who lives in Burdusk? I do. Who runs a a magic shop? I do. He's a minotaur. Yes. I forget his name right now because we're in a dire situation, but I think I've seen you in his picture. Is he all right? Are th- are they all right? And she just she suddenly looks very desperate. Are they okay? Is everything all right? Did they get stuck in the the raids too? They're doing fine. He, we saw him like a week ago. Oh, it, after the raids. That's true. Who has only she, been a week, hasn't it? Yeah, two? she slumps in relief. Oh, that's good. They but weren't, they weren't part of it. From what our friend here and I've gestured a little like has overheard from some of the upper management here they're going to burdusk that's the first on their list when uh as soon two and as... a half hours what the... <laughs> and she looks around at like but this thing took so much damage what i i don't know that's just what How she did said it get damaged i think it did landed they crash? badly yeah i i don't know they they kind of dragged me here after it landed but i can assume it probably hit some mountains that would make sense okay so what you said that you get fed regularly yes yes do do uh, you know when that schedule is uh you guys are like an hour early i think okay so they're due to come in an hour is there anything else you know pattern wise that we need to be aware of for us to go after resmir to get the key from her um resmir has been down here twice um you see that her image starts to glow a little bit. You can kind of guesstimate that she can't transform while she's in these manacles. However, you do see that her skin kind of grows a, a tad translucent, as if it's going a little crystalline. Oh, good. She's happy, so it's eating her. <laughs> <laughs> while this is happening, not to divert too much attention, but at least stating what I'm doing, mm-hmm. is that Lilk has gone to 
there's another passageway into here or something like that. Yeah, from what you can see, there are multiple. In fact, as you look around, it looks like all passages kind of lead to this area. Okay. Then I'm scouting out further just to be alert and aware, listening for other people coming our way. Okay. You currently don't hear anybody in this area. It seems pretty quiet besides the random sounds of like a coin. As you get further down and you go a little bit more west, you do see that there is a giant horde of gold, platinum, silver items, lots of stuff, including the stuff that are in the walls. You could probably guess that this was the previous dragon's horde. Hmm. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, so this is not the kitchen sink horde. This is not the kitchen sink horde, no. (laughs) No, that's Um, down there. Daliana also mentioned that it was a white dragon, which... Ice. Yeah. You don't hear anybody coming down any of the passageways. Every once in a while, you'll hear, like, the rock itself groan, like the castle, like, swayed or something. But beyond that, you actually don't really hear anything. And it's kind of surprising, because you would think Mm -hmm. there would be more people. Part of me wants to remove the magical items... However, that would alert people when they came by, if those are under protection. So I would suggest instead that we leave things mostly as they are here. Does anyone have a better idea than the thought which I had of having the option to ambush Resmir and steal the key from her think while she's a, asleep? That is a good thing, but can only stay as a, a mouse or small furry thing for so long. Yes, we need to find that you, place. How long can you hide in a closet? If she has a closet. I assume as the most powerful member of the cult here in the castle, she has her own room. I don't know. Do half dragons sleep in beds like normal humans? Tell me about Resmir. Did she seem like um, the type of person, you know, maybe has a noble background, maybe is accustomed to fine things, or is she the type that is used to, you know, being cloistered in a library? Or, or, or on sleeping on rocks like... Lilic. <laughs> like Lilic. Wave my tail. <laughs> Based on the way she presents herself and talks, I would guess probably more affluent than others. She has her own room. <laughs> yes, but does that room have a closet? <laughs> is the question. She's she's a woman, yes. <laughs> wow, so so general of you. Okay, well if you can find that key. I will do everything in my power to help you take this thing down. So, perhaps we should go looking for the prisoners, the Jaden and the, the what's his name? Leosin. Yeah, we we should we should go look for them, and then maybe if we come across Resmir, uh, we take the key. We take and the we, key and we run. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we rescue Daliana, and we find the the pilot at the helm. We remove them from the helm. So our plan is to wander around blindly until we see someone important, murder them, murder everyone else, and then return here? Yes. Okay. I mean, I mean, we don't have to wander around blindly. You have an idea of what the castle looks like, so it's not quite blind. Given the state of this thing, any number of cas- passageways may be reduced to rubble. Celestine, that book that you have been deciphering from Burdusk? Oh, yeah, that. Would that have any information about this place, you think? The indecipherable book? I or mean, rather, we, undeciphered book? I don't know. We are starting to de- uh, decipher it. 
I mean, this was a giant's castle, so I'm not sure if a book about the dragon well, cult Well, how is... long has the cult had access to this castle? I don't know. A little while, apparently, because of that horde over there. The size of the... It's a fairly sizable horde, isn't it? It is a very sizable horde that you see in the corner. Okay. I would vote walking around the castle. Okay. Let's do that, then. It's probably going to take you time to decipher, and if she has her captors coming to feed her in the next hour or so... We don't want to be in here. That's true. All right. Is there anybody here who thinks they will not look like a generic evil cultist elite soldier? Mm. I'm good. At this point, you guys are starting to feel the coldness of the ice in the area. And your fingers and toes are getting a little blue. I mean, I'm already blue, but thanks. They're turning purple. (gasps) Oh, no. Well, we're going to freeze in here. I turn to Daliana. How are you not frozen? This might be a silly question. She kind of shrugs her shoulders. I mean, I'm cold, but it's not unbearable. Okay, good. Maybe a dragon thing. She's a powerful being. That's fair. Powering this castle. I mean, if anything, they want me to stay alive, so... Okay. All right, let's move quickly so we can keep the blood flowing and we don't freeze our tushies off. Okay. Down the stairs we go. Oh, also, Izzy's going to put on her angry face so that she looks more like a cult member and not a happy-go-lucky air genasi. <laughs> <laughs> do I need to do a performance check for that? <laughs> or intimidation. <laughs> Grr! <laughs> Buy my jewelry! <laughs> so... <laughs> So you guys walk through the, the cavernous area. You find the stairs very easily. And as you get to the stairs, you see that the stairs are winding. They're circular going up and going down. Okay. There's Wait, also frost on these stairs as well. They go up more? Correct. Up. Based on my surmisations, if you were going to try and pilot this thing, you'd want a view. Should we take a quick peek? Yes, let us go. Okay, we'll go up. Go up. Okay. You guys come to the top of the staircase, and you see a beautiful view. You can see pretty far into the lower courtyard. Down there, you can see about maybe six or seven people running around frantically. In front of you, there is a tower. To the size of you, they look like some rooms that are made out of ice with all the doors shut. And that's all you can see from where you are. The wind up here is a little harsh. I didn't bring my parka. If I look about, can I see the surrounding land, or is it nothing but fog and cloud as far as we can see? So, it's interesting. When you guys were on the ground, there was a clear wall of fog. But as you look out, you can see perfectly fine. Like, there's no fog or anything like that. Weird fog. You can, yeah, you can see the canyon. You can see the opening out into the mountainside. Yeah, it's just, you can see very clearly. It makes sense. The people in the castle would not want to see only fog, see only clouds as they are traveling. So we're in a hallway, right? You are in a tiny hallway. If you step out, you'll see more of the courtyard. Okay, well, Luluk is going to step out and look. Okay, this courtyard is huge absolutely huge. You do see that tower still in front of you. Off to the north of where you guys are, you do see another kind of like dugout room that goes around this giant 
pillar thing that you guys kind of walked out of. And as you look back, you realize that the giant pillar thing is actually just the very top of that ice mountain thing, the second level that you guys were on. And it looks like that there are things like towers and stuff that were built out of this section. So the giant ice blob, is that essentially the keep of this? The the main mass of this structure that's above the courtyard here? Uh, looking at the pictures, the keep is actually located down in the bottom section, well, upper bottom section of the flying castle, and the rock is more the base upon which the keep was built. Okay. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. Yeah. We'll have to go higher, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm not seeing anything that looks like a helm here. If I were to put a helm in here, and I am not a magical artisan of any sort, I would put it either in one of those towers. I point to the one that is, I can identify it on the map here. but it's, Straight ahead of us? Yeah, straight ahead and the foremost tower. Or I would put it on that keep, and I point behind us. Well, let's start ahead of us then. All right. Is there anybody running around this courtyard here, or is it pretty empty? There is nobody up here. That's weird. Where is everybody? Probably getting instructions down in the main areas. Mm. Well, and fixing that poor bridge. True. But that's true. Maybe there they're aren't not that many rece- people. receiving parkas. <laughs> <laughs> that does mean that there aren't that many people here, though. Or at least we haven't seen that many. We've seen six. So or far. it could mean that everybody we encounter will wear, be wearing a parka and not us. Mm-hmm. Let's hope it's not that. I mean, if we find parkas, then we can steal them. We'll kill them for their parkas. <laughs> there you Crimes go. have committed been committed for less. There you go. So at this point, you guys internally, those who have really good internal clocks, you know that you have about two hours left before takeoff. I don't think any of us have that feat. Looking at Less the sun and your sundial watch on your wrist, <laughs> you can surmise. Yeah, totally. You totally have one of two those. Two hours left. <laughs> okay, okay, up the tower we go. So you get to the tower that's right in front of you, crossing this giant courtyard. And the closer you get to the tower, the warmer it gets. And you realize oh, that there's some magic coming and emanating off of the tower. Some some magical warmth coming off of there interesting. This place is such an abuse of physics. <laughs> yes. As well as being an extravagance. Why create a tower out of ice and then heat it to room temperature? Because magic? Because they had human servants. Waste. <laughs> Regardless. As you guys approach the tower, you realize that the door is shut. It's an ice and steel door. Is it unlocked? It is locked. I can attempt to unlock it with my thieves' tools. Yeah, use them. Okay. Go for it. I am going to attempt to pick the lock. You should inspect it for traps first. Ooh. Um, mm. Is there someone who's good at that? Um, Are you not good at it? I mean, I'm decent, but if there's someone better at Investigation? it. Investigation? I'll give you uh, helpful tips. I would like to use my helpful tips ability. Okay. Go okay. ahead and check for traps. You have advantage. So that is just the investigation? Correct. Okay. Helpful tips for our you know, listeners would be tandem tactician. It allows me to, you know, armchair general the, you know, the lock picking event. <laughs> so for investigation, I got 17. So with the 17, you don't see any mechanical traps, but when you put your hand on it, you feel that it's hot. It makes you think twice about touching it. I think it's magically trapped. I can't help with that. 
Moving on then. How long does it take for your um float floating ability to recover? I need to sleep. Hmm. Yeah. Corn, are there any upper windows? Not from this side. Okay, no. Fair. Are there any cracks under the door? Squeeze in. Is it a beetle or something? Oh, that's the thing. <laughs> it looks like the door itself has been damaged, just like pretty much everything else here. And so it looks like there might be a tiny little crack in there. Like and a crack somebody... I could see through or just big enough for Lilic to wild shape and... Big enough for a beetle, perhaps, okay. to get in there. And you or said this a, door a was mouse. unusually hot? The lock itself is unusually hot. Okay, okay, so you probably so won't not. be, uh, you know, popped and sizzled into popcorn if you go through. Yeah, well, let's give it a try. I do have one wild shape left. Ah, I uh, turn into shape of beetle. <laughs> what does the beetle look like? So I was imagining there's a... It's probably like a June bug. Just a li- little bronze-looking little critter. Cool. And I scurry under the door. All right, you scurry under the door. What do I see? <laughs> Make a constitution saving throw. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. Okay. <laughs> As you go under the door, though, it's a little hot. Like, I don't know. Something something about this area is just radiating heat, and it feels a little warm. Not enough to cause any damage, but it's pretty uncomfortable until you squeeze on through. What you see as you squeeze under the door is a staircase. It comes from the ground floor and leads to a higher chamber upstairs, and it kind of wraps all the way around. It's a circular staircase that wraps all the way around. Spiral staircase? Yeah, spiral staircase. The Inside, there are glittering ice walls with jewels of all sorts. Moonstones, emeralds, rubies, diamonds. And you also see mithril wands, brass levers, and golden orbs. Hmm. Do not know much about the flying of the castles, but uh, this seems like there are many, many things to pull into the mechanical things. After a few seconds, as you stare at this montage of items, all of the walls fade away, and you have a perfect aerial view of every direction. The castle is gone, you look up and all the clouds are gone, you see the mountainside as if you were standing in the middle of the canyon. Hmm. Well, that is very helpful, I imagine, for flying, Mm -hmm. except when you can't see your controls. That could be problematic. (laughs) That's where muscle memory comes in, I guess. <laughs> so as you're looking around at this strange sight around you, you realize that what you think is part of the canyon is actually a person, and it took a second to realize the depth perception was off a little bit. You see a person floating in the air, just like you are. Okay. And there are 18 glowing white runes around them, drifting about the room like fireflies. What does this person look like? This person is giant, as in a giant, standing and staring off into the distance. They are wearing a helm, gold-plated armor. Make a perception check real quick. Sure. 17. The perception of where you are to this giant kind of gives you a little bit of trouble to try and figure out actually how far away they are because everything is just kind of really weird in this room. But you do... After a moment, you can guesstimate they're about 60 or 70 feet away, if there was a floor. And you hear the sounds of sniffling, and they are not facing you, they're just facing towards one of the canyons. Like animal sniffling, or as if this person was sniffling, or some other person was sniffling? As if this giant is sniffling. Okay. Do you find another captive? Ah. Are they chained up or anything like that? 
They're just standing still with these 18 runes floating about them. You can check to see if they're crying. Yeah, just I'm, to, I'm going know, to scurry forward, sure. assuming that I don't fall out of this you know, illusionary sky. You don't. Okay, that's uh, good. It's floor. It's just all illusion at this point. You scurry forward, and as you go around to the front to see this person, this person has a hand on a rune. You can't see what the rune says, but the hand is just there, and you see tears streaming down this giant's face. After a moment, it looks down at you. It can see the beetle. Yeah, somebody is very high perception. Jeez Louise. <laughs> looks down at you. Or you're the only bug in here. <laughs> it has true sight. <laughs> <laughs> so the giant looks down at you, stares for a moment, and says, we're both prisoners here, aren't we? I'm going to flick my wings. Flick, flick, flick. <laughs> he says nothing else. But a giant tear comes streaming down and splashes <gasps> in front of you. Don't drown. You drown. Don't this drown. Is like drown. This is like cutting a shrimp the kids. You drown, and yes. that's the end of Lilith. Hooray! <laughs> no! <laughs> I would just turn out of my wild shape into. Uh-huh. I'd just get pushed out of that. It's in front of you. It's, it's a giant puddle right now in front of you. But that's all he says. He doesn't even give you any more time of day. So I am questioning now whether to appear and try and convince him to come with us and rebel or I think he's to trapped. escape. I think he's being trapped by the runes. Okay, that's fair. I don't that's think it's going to help us. It's going to be okay. the Daliana situation all over again. Okay. Oh, I will make note of that and retreat. Okay. And come back out. So you go under the door. You all, as you are waiting the few minutes that Lilith is gone, nobody appears. It's just completely empty. There's nobody up here. This is really strange. You would think there'd be more activity up here. You'd think there would at least be some guards, but... Right. Like, lookouts, make sure nothing's approaching the castle. Right. Well, they've got the ones down on the ground. There's at least But even then, like, if you have a lookout to see ahead of time to warn the scouts down below... A beetle wedges their way out. Again, it's uncomfortably hot, but you make it through. (laughs) I hold out my hand. Beetle Lilic, do you want to go climb on my hand so I can carry you so you don't have to scurry yourself and you can keep your beetle form? I just turn back into Oh, okay, normal. fine. Um, <laughs> trying to... No! <laughs> that is very kind of you, Easy, but uh, I think I can move better here. Okay, true. And report back. I just felt bad that you used your last wild shape. Yeah, idea for using. But I think that this one has found the helm and the pilot. Oh, but they are also prisoner, like Daliana. Mm. He seemed to, but he is also big, like big, big, like giant. Oh, where are they getting the magic that they need in order to keep all these giant things capped? I guess technically Daliana's not that big right now, but still. But she's very magical. Right. Uh, we, we are in a flying castle with lots of magic. That's true. And, I mean, we don't know who all is involved with the cult. I mean, we have met Madame Mudface, seen a little bit of her power. We know that they can control dragons, since we've met Lenithin. And there was the dragon that Daliana said that she killed. And then, not to mention the half-dragons, like the one that you fought, Celestine, and then Resmir, if she's around here. So who knows? Who knows what kind of access to powerful magics they have? Mm-hmm. Do you think that this giant prisoner would consent to execution rather than, um, if, if it is the pilot, 
leading it to its next destination and destroying things. I think that this person does not want to be here. It says that they are prisoner, perhaps would be convinced to just go. But uh, perhaps they are locked in this chamber. I assume they're locked, but if they are a prisoner and are still manipulating and piloting this castle, such a strange combination, castle pilot, whatever, mm. mm-hmm. then it means that they are willing to be responsible for all the catastrophes caused by this castle. They seemed very sad about it. Seemed crying. They can be sad and crying and still willing. Perhaps under duress, but still willing under duress. Perhaps we remove duress. Perhaps, if we can defeat whatever has defeated these powerful foes, I would not want to test my chances against a giant, personally. Well, let's not fall into any traps, then. At that moment, no. you guys hear no. from the stairwell. Remember that frost that means you can't stealth on these stairwells and yep. mm, the ground? Click, clack, click, clack. Yep. At that moment, you hear the sounds of four sets of footsteps coming up and the sounds of somebody barking orders. All of you, except for Lilith, recognize this person's voice as shoot, Madame Mondoth. Shoot, she's going to recognize us. You also hear a guffaw of something that Celestine recognizes as Long Dead Rosa Cyanrath. Oh, the champion. Dragon. He's definitely going to recognize me. Oh, no. Um, and you also no. <laughs> hear the sound of somebody saying, Well, we should probably take off as soon as everybody's here, huh? Let's do this. Is that a kobold? And that's where we're going to end our session. Uh. (laughs) All of our enemies come back to haunt us. A kobold made it to the higher ranks. Wait, wait. Is it the Phil that survived? (gasps) It's Phil. Either that or it's the turtle. Oh, that's true. That's probably the turtle. That's true. I mean, we haven't met the turtle yet. He could also be named Phil. (laughs) Hey, everyone. Ashlyn here. Thank you for listening to this episode of Power Word Crit. Stay tuned for more adventure on PowerWordCrit.com or your favorite podcast streaming site.